3: Forever, Dog.
0: Hey everybody, it's Michelle Collins. This is a brand new episode of Midnight Snack. I do feel like my voice is more velveteen than ever, and it might be because I'm wearing velvet. I actually put a cheap, though pretty, velvet dress on. It's a maxi dress. I'm in a gown, is what I'm trying to say, with a slit all the way up. And um, I just panicked. I don't know what happened to me. I panicked. I did a house cleanse this weekend and I almost donated this. I actually had a moment where I removed it from my closet. You know, you do the sparks of joy. I looked at it and I thought, you know what? I own so much black material. Like I, I have black velvets and cotton poplins and you name it, silks. And I thought this is one of the few things I have that's like a nice color. So I kept it and then I thought, well, what do, you know, maybe I'll wear it today. And here we are. And I think it looks actually quite cute.
4: Looks fantastic
0: Thank you That's my uh, That's What do you want to be called Like a, a sidekick Sounds retro to me I don't like the sound Of co-host Sidekick
4: Co-host I don't know if I'm there yet I know um. That seems and that, I, <laughs> That's a little Yeah
0: I agree that that seems um, Almost too grand For you uh, And I say that uh, with Nothing but love for you Dan
4: No of course uh, Underling um, um, Go on Don't get into like yeah.
0: BDSM territory You know what I'm saying No but, I was
4: going Straight Yeah Yeah uh, <laughs>
0: My dog, my puppy, I walk him every
4: week <laughs> Scum um, <yeah. laughs>
0: uh, Dan Acton, hi Dan
4: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm good um, Now Dan, I don't know if you could tell A couple things have happened before we started First of all, I had a wireless bra on Before we actually started um, recording And we do record this on Zoom And I noticed that A couple things have happened to me in quarantine While my, ba- I actually think I've had a quarantine glow up I feel like I'm looking good my boobs have gotten so big. I don't understand. I think I've gone up an entire cup size. I'm not being funny in the past month. Like, I feel like I look at my tits in the mirror and I'm like, what is happening there? And they've always been big, but, and I don't want to like make you uncomfortable. I mean, it's pulling here even a little bit. I'm wearing a pink bra, but like they're, they're big. Look at that. I don't know if we want to put this on Instagram, maybe show the boys, you know, what we're dealing with here, but they're, look at that. That's like porn star
4: shit. Look at how big That's they are. Fantastic. Like, what is that know. about? Are you doing uh, push ups or what? Like
0: I'm this? constantly doing the Brady Bunch exercise. Just, I must increase. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sitting. I. What am I doing? I'm walking. I'm trying to get out every day, but mm. I'm not doing that much. Um, But I did have an, a bralette on before. And there is a misconception that big breasted women cannot wear a bralette because. I actually thought everyone knew about bralettes but then our producer Alex didn't know what an underwire was five minutes ago
4: I knew what an underwire was but I don't know what a bralette is
0: well it's I like the way you say it very French a bralette um <laughs> I, I'm like you mean my bralette I put on my bralette <laughs> I go to the turlet, and then I just have a big old breakfast every day <laughs> my bralette and I we take our dog out for a walk on the Champs-Elysees <laughs> It's like a different world. Um, a bralette is basically like a lacy, sexy. They can be unsexy, but I prefer the sexier ones. Um, almost like a, a tank top, but it has soft cups, like a bathing suit without oh, the okay. wire. Got it. So I buy them from American Eagle. And I really, from Aerie, it's like their lingerie. I really like them, but I noticed before we started that my boobs in a bralette, I mean, you see the difference. I swapped into an underwire and it's a major difference. Like they're yeah. up now. They're rounded out. I'm feeling great. They're happy, Yeah. I, I don't mean to harp on my appearance. Just kidding. I do literally every minute of the day. Um, <laughs> that's the harp I play is just my face with strings attached. Gling, ling, 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 ling. Um, harping on it. That's our show. I, I don't know why we're doing this. So by the strings way, I'm, attached.
4: A... <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm on almost no sleep and I've interviewed Al Roker today. I Andy really? Cohen interviewed. Yeah. I just had an Al Roker interview. Oh, I'm fun. like, he's such a nice guy, Al. What a sweetheart. This was for um, Sirius XM. But I did something stupid this weekend. And I'd like to talk about it because you're the first person really seeing it. So I did two things. I gave myself a full haircut. I mean, your haircut,
4: your hair looks great.
0: It's looking fucking good. The cut. Yeah. And I'll tell you the other thing I did. I took, and Dan, you you saw me because actually what Dan doesn't want to admit, but I'll say, is that I actually gave Dan a haircut, what, two
4: weeks ago? That's right. Yeah, yeah. I had like a little uh, Donald Duck, like a, a DA in the back and you like snipped it off.
0: I Not only did I shave your neck, which I believe is quite intimate, but I also yeah. went and actually took bulk out of the back of your hair. And I dare I say, I think I did a good job.
4: No, you did a great job because like, you know, since quarantine, no, I've had no haircuts and right. whatever. And it's kind of from the front, it looks OK. But like from the side, it was or the back. It was just a mess. And you really... I tightened it. Made it work. I tightened yeah, it, it fantastic. up. Yeah, that's great.
0: I got a haircut like two weeks before this should happen, not even knowing. It was the most expensive haircut I've ever gotten. So I figured I don't want to go back. My hair was getting really long. You saw me a couple weeks ago. I just felt, even in the video from the podcast last week with Nicole Bayer, it just felt really flat. Like, it just felt too heavy. I have too much hair. So I did... And I had like a rat tail forming in the back. I want to say I took about a half an inch to an inch off. And I got to tell you, I think it's looking great. I... Look, even in the back, it's it even. Looks great. Yeah, you know when that happens.
4: Flew too close to the sun. I
0: flew. The wings were a melton. <laughs> the wings <laughs> were a melton. I dyed my hair, oh. and you probably can't tell because it's brown to brown. But look yeah. how dark I made it. It's almost like Luann's color, like a chestnut. It was supposed oh, okay. to be amber. Would you call this amber? No. No, it's like a dark no, uh... brown.
4: Yeah, is that the first time? I mean, maybe.
0: That's... <laughs> also, all, all my highlights that I had. Remember how I had such pretty highlights? Yeah, they're gone. Gone. So I feel now like I look like an Orthodox Jew.
4: Well, where did you get this stuff? Was it just like?
0: Dwayne Reid. Oh. Maybe you've heard of it. It's a national uh, chain here. But I feel like you inspired me to watch this weekend. Uh, something Dan and I have in common. We're both stunted children. Uh-huh. We've talked about this at length. Like we still love uh, things from our youth. Would you not agree with that? I think so.
4: Yeah, yeah, we, get, we still get a kick out of,
0: yeah. You know, I still, like, oh, like I'm cartoons not... Cartoons yeah, and... I'm uh, immature, yeah, I'm yes. um, immature, is what I'm trying to say. You had me watch uh, Disney Plus has a new show. <laughs> I watched part of Black is King, the new Beyonce movie, which, I mean, visually, I actually didn't want to watch it all at once because it was so overwhelmingly beautiful, and I was watching That's it by so myself. That's I had the same thing.
4: Did you? Yeah, I had the same thing. Yeah, yesterday I watched, like, a half hour of it, and I was like, I kind of want to save this. This is really...
0: I almost was afraid to watch it because I knew it was going to be so amazing that like it came out, I think Friday night or Saturday night. And then I was like, I I have to watch it when I'm ready. Like spiritually, I have to be emotionally prepared for it. And so I want to say I watched maybe 20 minutes and it was so stunning. I mean, you know that I am such a Beyonce super fan. Like I, I think people who are met about her and forgive me if you're one of these people and you're my fan, because wow, I must be really great at my job. If you don't like Beyonce and you listen to me, <laughs> right. well, I must be. I mean, I just don't give myself enough credit. And I know that like, my full bra is out at this point.
4: She's, she's no mishka, but <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, I'll, um, you know, to quote George, I swing with the best of a baby. You know what I mean? But like, I don't, you know, I don't have a mogul husband, which I think honestly, I do feel Like, the thing that I'm missing is a mogul husband. Don't you think that I would be unstoppable if Um, I had that?
4: Oh, yeah, you'd be killer. I've never
0: dated a mogul,
4: ever. They're hard to meet. I mean, what makes a mogul, like, is that above a CEO, I guess? Yes,
0: mogul is like Shark Tank shit. Like, mogul is like you have multiple businesses. You are, like, you're basically earning money without even working, I think, at that point. Because you're just so wealthy that it's like... Yeah, Something. this is a great yeah. question to pose to you, the listener. How do I meet a mogul? And I've never cared about money, you know that. In fact, it's to my mother's extreme chagrin. I, believe me, she used to tell me, I remember we got in a fight when I was little because Joan Rivers used to always, Joan, who was like our goddess, would always say, Don't marry for love, marry for money. <laughs> and, you know, my dad, who I love my dad, and he probably is listening to this and we like one single tear reflected in a window. But my dad, um, you know, he made an okay living, but like we were never rich. Like we,
4: (laughs) no, I roll. (laughs) He made a living, but you know,
0: that's what it was though. It was like, we were never, (laughs) right. I'll put it this way. I think, I mean, not to get too much into my upbringing, but I think in the eighties before I knew the value of a dollar, which I probably still don't, he was doing very well. And then the second that I kind of like hit puberty and knew like, Oh, like money is awesome. The second that happened, we didn't have it. It was like, In the '80s, my mother was living that shit up. I mean, she—you know—she's so glamorous. You've seen pictures of her, like. Yeah. yeah. She really should have married the mogul. She's like built for the mogul lifestyle. She's got the accent. She's very right. funny. She's like, um loves throwing people under a bus. I mean, she lives for it. You know, she loves <laughs> yelling at people. Like, she's very fiery, a Leo. You know, she has all those things going right. for her. And she used to always say, "I mean, she, her, and my dad still married. There's a, certainly a love there, but she, I think." I mean, she would tell me today if I called her right now on the podcast. Should I marry her for love or money? In fact, we should experiment. Should I try calling my mom? <laughs> Actually, I'm going she, to. This home. will be yeah, funny. Yeah. Oh, she's definitely there. She's where is she? She's home. Let's see. I'm gonna and then I'm gonna hang up on her. Wait, this is gonna be very funny. I already am so excited. <laughs> how do we even get on this? Oh, Beyonce. Wait. Hello. Hey, mom. Hello. Hey. H- here, hold on a second. Let me wait.
2: Hi. How
0: are you? Why are you Hello. like that? Hello.
2: No, I had to, I had to stop. Uh, I was watching uh, almost the last episode of that uh, designer show from England.
0: Oh, Interior Designs? Oh.
2: The Interior design. I, it's such an amazing show. I, I love
0: it. Mom, listen, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, and I didn't mean to, but we, I was having a conversation with my friend Dan, who you know. Uh, we are on the podcast, so I'm just, I, I don't want to get arrested. I'm letting you know there's a microphone here, but listen. I have one question oh. for you. I you, I need a one-word answer for you. Ready? One word? Yeah. I'm going to ask All the question. Writing. Okay, here we go. Okay. I'm so excited. Mom, should I marry for love yes. or money?
2: Money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I knew it. <laughs> I told Dan, I go, I swear, watch, I'm going to call my mom and ask her, should I marry for love or money? And she'll have one answer. Now, why do you feel that way?
2: Well, I have to tell you something because love, nevertheless, listen, there are different stages of love. It's the love when you meet somebody and you date and it's very exciting and it turns you on and you turn him on and blah, blah, blah. Eventually, you get married. And let me tell you, it's it, it, it can be, i married for 48 years, I just see celebrities, i married for 30 years. Eventually, it's a different kind of love. You learn to, you know, it's a trust, it's a caring, you want to care for the person, but it's not that you turn me on kind of love.
0: Well, don't make me vomit money, directly. Let but... <laughs> me
2: tell you something, let me tell you something. Without money, out goes the love. Mm. Always remember that. It's very easy to fall in love with somebody with
0: money than with somebody without it. And I'm sorry, America, but it's the reality. Now, it's funny because I was saying to Dan that I I knew exactly what you were going to say because you've raised me that way. Um, And that the irony is perhaps in a stage of rebellion against you, I literally never date rich guys. And I don't understand if it's because I'm not attracting them because I'm not putting that energy out there or, I mean, that's not fully true. I've dated guys who've had like nice jobs, but like I'm saying that I, I really don't usually end up with guys like that. And I'm wondering why is that? And is it because I'm rebelling against you?
2: well you always rebelled against me mm-hmm. and i'm not shocked i used to rebel against my mother and then now that she's no longer with us i'm very very sorry never to listen to her <laughs> Had i listened to her maybe <laughs> you know things you know listen you should always listen to your mother because every mother wants the best for, for her child mm-hmm. And there is nothing wrong with falling in love, but like my mother used to tell me, it's just as easy to fall in love with the rich guy than with the poor guy. It isn't
0: though, because I was saying to Dan, wait, let me just. And I'm. I thank you for talking to us about this. I did not plan on calling you for the episode, but now that we have you, now that we managed to land this interview, Mike. Um, you know, I was saying to Dan, I was watching. Um, the Beyonce movie, which, by the way, is great. And, Mom, I can give you Dan's Disney Plus account if you doesn't mind,
4: <laughs> and you should watch it. When you log in, now it's like okay, eight different have profiles. We have all,
0: everything, so thank you, Dan. No, I'll but give it to you. It. Oh, you have Disney Plus already? Okay. So watch the new Beyoncé movie, which, by the way, I loved. I think it's gorgeous. I think you should watch it on your TV, not your iPad, but not the point. And I was saying, you know, the thing that really separates Beyoncé and I, other than her immense talent, is that she's married to a mogul. And I'm going, maybe that's the thing that I'm missing. Like, maybe, but I don't know, where do you meet a mogul, especially now in a pandemic? Where are Do I go to Utah? Where do I go to meet a mogul, Mom? To be honest with
2: you, I never read... Utah is a hub
0: for moguls. Utah is very much a hub. You're actually mistaken. No, listen, you're actually wrong. Utah, yes, they have resorts there. People have massive homes. They like the Wild West, all this bullshit. There are a lot of moguls in Utah. I'm not exactly
2: sure about Utah. Well, times have changed. Oh, okay. Well. No problem. Well, then, listen, uh, you know that today, working from home, you can work from any home. You can work from your New York home or from your Utah home. And uh, mm. eventually, they're going to find some kind of cure for this pandemic, and life is going to go back to what we were used to.
0: Well, that's just a great insight.
2: Goals coming up every day, and still in the pandemic. I know a lot of people that become very wealthy from all kind of pandemic paraphernalia, so to speak. Uh huh. Uh huh.
0: All right. Well, this has been an incredibly insightful chat. I thank you for your advice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for picking up. You know your sarcasm is not lost on me. <laughs> Wait, by the way, while we have you, while we were able to score this incredibly difficult interview with my mother Judy.
2: Oh my God, stop it,
0: Mom! Yeah. What did you think of Indian matchmaking? Because I know that you watched it. The, Mom binged it over the so weekend.
2: Here, but here is exactly what we're talking about. Here you meet somebody you're getting introduced to somebody and within weeks a wedding happens, you don't know them, they don't know you, wouldn't it be great if that person, either one or both of them, have a couple of bucks together? Wouldn't it be easier, you know, for that love to grow and mature when you don't have to worry, you know, where the rent is coming from or if the person has a home, etc.? So think about it. I'm thinking... There is, I don't want to sound shallow, but money helps. And that's all what there is to it. I mean, you can be generous with money, you know, just because you're happy it does not mean that you have not shared, perhaps with charities or with poor people, etc. But it's never a bad thing and it's nobody should ever feel guilty for having money.
0: Okay, that doesn't even answer what I asked you, which was about whether or not you liked Indian matchmaking and now you're going off now on a whole Susie Orman rant. I,
2: like I love, listen, I love the Matchmaker, she is personable. What's her Hello? name? Seema, she yeah, I'm has here. A great personality, mm-hmm. Seema for Mumbai. Her personality, Very loving, very understanding. Uh, she's an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, person, and I love all the people that she was trying to match.
0: Even Aparna, even married. hold on, even Aparna.
2: I have to tell you, Aparna in the beginning in episode in the first episode that she appeared she was kind of aloof her mom was kind of bitchy but as you start to know her a little bit and eventually with the right person she became very lovely well that's uh... She kind of had a guy that she felt comfortable with a porno was uh, palatable, so to speak.
0: All right. Well, that's where you and I just disagree. But that's okay. But listen, Ma, I love you. Thanks for talking to me. Watch the Beyonce movie because uh, I think then. you'd like it. I love you. We'll speak
2: later. Okay. And mazel, like
0: they say. All right. Mazel to you. Mazel right back at you, Ma. Thank you. Bye. Thank Mogul, you, Mogul mazel. Mogul mazel. All right. Bye. <laughs> Mogul mazel. Mogul. It sounds like something. Um, what did I tell you? It, I mean, sh- yeah. I told you she was going to say money and it's like, but the irony is she didn't marry for money, but maybe that's
4: why she feels that way, you know? Well, maybe, like, some money. Like, you don't want no money. But no like money you is, don't want to, That's but you a like, No. Yeah, well, you don't want to be, like, completely stressed out. Right? Oh, no, no, no. But, but What does it remind you know, me
0: of And Look Who's Talking when she has the... Uh, Christie Alley has the flash forward of her and John Travolta and he's like, hey, I found this head of lettuce in the garbage. You just got to <laughs> remove the Adelaide's. Perfectly good lettuce. <laughs> I always think about that, like... Honestly, he's still good in that scene. Straight up. <laughs> John's still killing it. Um, so okay, mom liked a Parna. That was a twist I really wasn't expecting. Yeah, was very yeah, shocked that's very, by that, to be honest. Right. Um, so I have to find a mogul. We were talking about Beyonce. Uh there were so many pins. Uh the movie is great. Yeah, the I know The movie was wh- fantastic. Uh it's really my
4: good. but my, my surprise of the week was the Muppet show though.
0: that's what it was Muppets we were yeah. talking about tell everyone
4: I texted you like I, I don't know like the Muppets are usually for the past you know 20 years or something they're they're more cute than funny to me I like, really or, disagree I've really? always found oh, them tell funny me. did you ever really? go to the
0: Muppet ride at Universal Studios which I think they removed ride right? it was like a movie but they had like bubbles and it was fun like oh, real I'm like
4: yeah it's like a 3d kind of yeah
0: thing. i always found yeah, that yeah, yeah. to be hilarious like i remember when i went i also thought it was going to be like kind of for kids and then the yeah. comedy it's true vaudeville like it's real right. i i think i texted you the muppets are jewish like every except for <laughs> sam the eagle i'll name to you the non-jew muppets sam the eagle is for sure not jewish um miss piggy not a jew surprisingly i right i maybe she could be i don't think she is uh, Kermit isn't, actually. I will say Kermit is not a Jew. He's That's why it's funny. He's the straight man. He's the non-Jew surrounded by Jews. Uh, Gonzo? <laughs> Please. Borderline what? anti-Semitic. Yeah, Borderline no anti-Semitic. Name some <laughs> other... <one>. Uh, Fozzie? <laughs> Big time Jew. Seth Rogen. Sure. I mean, that's Seth Rogen. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Who else is there? Uh, I'm trying to think of... Well, the Swedish chef. Okay, would... not a Jew. Maybe not. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but the writing is so funny. And... Um, so there's a new show on Disney Plus yeah. called Muppets Now yes. that you're watching.
4: I thought it was hilarious. Like I turned it on like just, yeah, it's cute. See what they're up to. Yeah. I laughed out loud like at every sketch. It was so funny to me. When they do that first, like Miss Piggy has like a beauty blog or whatever. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, like You know what's coming. It's like, oh, we're doing the slapping massage. And of course she's going to get really slapped <laughs> <laughs> when they actually do it. It's this old lady Muppet like pushing from the shoulder. <laughs> she really like, hits her. Like yeah, she yeah. really hits her and it's hysterical. I don't know. The thing I that made me. the whole me, thing was really funny. The
0: thing that I would recommend you watch if you're listening is the last five minutes. Well, I mean, it's such a short episode. It's like 20 minutes. So watch the whole yeah. thing. But they do an interview with um, famed fracker RuPaul <laughs> and um, known for his fracking. And I think he hosts a show. But he... Um, he was also like, not really that funny. He was like the straight man, no pun intended in that, in that sketch, but they kept having people show up, people Muppets show up who were fans of RuPaul while Kermit is, um, you know, doing his friend to do
4: a straight interview. Yeah.
0: And at one point, what's the name of the pig Muppet Howard, Howard, who's obviously (laughs) a gay pig, (laughs) Which by the way is a little bit fucked up, honestly, but comes and he's very flamboyant. He has like a chain on and a button down and he's adorable. Like he's so cute. He's kinda so handsome. Funny. Like he's good looking. Yeah, and yeah. he comes and he's such a fan I mean, it's it is literally I was screaming. It was it's really Jiminy funny. Glick. He shows it's, up, he's Jiminy yes. Glick. And yes, every time as soon
4: as he opened up his mouth. Oh. Oh.
0: I was on the floor. I, I actually watched the RuPaul sketch again because it was so hilarious that I couldn't help myself. Um, I feel yeah. like what, what else is in the news? I did an apartment cleanse, so I have a lot of stuff to donate. Um, oh, yeah. I gave Are you
4: actually doing the uh, method of Marie Kondo. joy and all that stuff?
0: You know it's funny? <sighs> Halfway. Not really. I don't yeah. like her folding technique. It's like too much work for me. I, I can't do it. that. I shove everything into drawers. Because I yeah. have too much stuff. Yeah, um, I don't do that at all. Uh, no, it's too hard. I mean, it's like, what? And they want, she expects parents to do it? Like, I don't get it. I did have a couple of dresses that I actually almost tossed into the... I have a funny story. I had one gown. This is going to make people laugh. From a company called... It's like La Chiara Bony Petite Wardrobe or Robe something. And it's a, an expensive dress designer. Not like crazy expensive, but gowns are like 900 bucks. I mean, not cheap. Then you get them on sale, obviously. And I bought a gown years ago, black. I think I wore it to one event, but it's so like standard that you can wear it again. Like, I don't think anyone would notice. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to donate this. Like I wore it, I think, to the correspondence dinner. I think I wore it to the van. This is so bougie of me, but see, this is where I should be meeting moguls to the vanity fair party after the correspondence dinner, which genuinely was, um, I think all the moguls I met were married. That was the other problem is that we're finding Mm. a single mogul, single mogul, single mogul single mogul single (laughs) i'm gonna like do a dance in my apartment later to try to summon one but make a long story short i was like okay i'll get rid of this dress and and i looked at it and the reason why i wanted to get rid of it is because the following year at the correspondence dinner who showed up wearing it in royal blue i have it in black but motherfucker sarah huckabee sanders that fucking asshole (laughs) what Yes, Sarah, because it's like, I swear to God. Well, because it's also like a dress. It looks fabulous on a woman who has curves. Like it's like a skinny woman really shouldn't buy it. It's really meant for someone trying to hide a flaw or the way that it's cut the fabric. It's it's incredibly flattering. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, I couldn't believe it because I have it here. I got it dry cleaned. Yeah. I was fuming. So yesterday when I took it out of the closet, I was like, Oh my God, the fucking Huckabee dress. Like, you know, and by the way, I once had a bartender, maybe I shouldn't say this cause I don't want anyone, whatever a bar a bouncer, excuse me. And you know that I have fabulous connections with bouncers. If you want to know, I don't meet moguls, but I'll tell you this. I have my pick of every New York bouncer in Manhattan. That should be the bachelorette episode that I'm on where I just pick which bouncer I want to date because they the bouncer, cannot yeah. get a fucking enough of me. I'll tell you that much. but anyway, <laughs> But this English bouncer, I think, to neg me, and it worked. Except I didn't touch him sexually. Told me that he thought I looked like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and I was like, what? "That is the rudest." I have a pro of nothing. Yeah,
4: that's crazy, and
0: that's not true. I mean, my eyes can be wonky, but look how even they it's, are.
4: It's come on. It's not no. But <laughs> we have you know what the problem
0: is? We're brunettes, and we have square jaws. Like are I have you a like square scowling? jaw. No, I was like funny with him. I remember we were in like Shoreditch or some shit. Wow. But I think he was nagging me. He was saying it to like get a rise out of me. And by the way. It worked. it worked I was, yeah. I was like so, I was like so <laughs> angry I go she looks like sugar water from men in black and you're telling me that I that's like so rude don't I tell you look like a fucking piece of shit that I pulled out of the toilet but anyway so then I put the gown on because I thought before I like put it in my sack of goods that I'm going to either sell or donate I'll um I'll try it on again and so last night this is like at 11 30 last night I slipped into it and I have to tell you something I looked in the mirror and I looked so phenomenal in it. I was like, I cannot. So I, that was a true Marie Kondo moment for me. Because I was like,
4: yeah.
0: this gown is so good. And it's a black dress. Like, I feel like I'll, I'll wear it again. It, you can it, wear it. Yeah. It's, it was so killer. I truly was like, I'm not joking that I looked at myself and I'm like, I look fucking hot as shit right now. And the fact that I have a, nowhere to wear it, no one to wear it for, nowhere to go. Like, it's just sitting yeah. here rotting, you know, with the dry clean ticket on it made me but feel you you sad a bunch
4: of those uh, cardboard stand-ups like just, oh. just celebrities and moguls you could set them up around like at the baseball yeah. games that's yeah, a great yeah. idea
0: i should set my apartment up like the um la dodgers game and just have cardboard cutouts on my couch yeah
4: because otherwise uh, i feel like i'm losing my social skills if i don't interact with like something
0: 100 so. i'm losing my social skills i thought about that actually um ooh, i have something to bring up actually you know what i'm gonna save that question for our guest on thursday because I'm going to spoil it right now for you. Our Thursday guest is someone who I adore with all my heart. She, first of all, is just one of the sweetest, kindest women in comedy, which really is saying something. I, I just adore her. And she's like my go to Bachelor Nation touchstone. I would say tied with Lauren Lapkis, who I also love so much and who hopefully we'll have on the show. Uh, Arden Marine, she's going to be with us Thursday. And I do want to say, I'll tease because I'm a professional host, that Thursday, I'm going to ask Arden what she thinks of this latest drama with um, the rumor has it that Claire, who was like the old, old, she's like younger than me, old bachelorette um, fell in love on the first day. This is the, I don't believe it for a second, by the way, but that she fell in love with someone on the very first day and then refused to come out of her room because she, she didn't want to um, like go through the process. Like she met the one. And I think it's because they couldn't find anybody to date her, so they're going with... And that's not a dig on her necessarily and has nothing to do with her age. I've always found her quite annoying, to be honest, but um, I think that they are they are getting rid of her because they know that the ratings won't be there, and they're bringing in Tasha, oh, wow. which I think is a great idea. Oh, not just for diversity's sake, because she'll be a better candidate, so... Anyway, that's my take on it. But let's save it for Arden. Arden Marine. She has a new book out. um, Little Miss Little Compton. It's uh, I I adore her.
4: Dan, anything else? Yeah. I mean, the only other thing I watched this week was like New York Housewives. Oh, shit. Painful. Um, Horrible. By the way, I was on. Thank you
0: for bringing that up. And I know we have to wrap in a second. But I um, was interviewed by Andy Cohen on Sirius XM on a radio show with um, John Hill this morning. And um, I, uh, you know. I love Andy, and the only thing I ever want in my life is for Andy Cohen to like me. You know that. I actually, yeah. as as standard as that is, and as like basic in the sense that it's so Bravo basic as that is, I mean, who am I fooling? I just want Andy Cohen to love me. That's literally all right, I right. want in this world. And so they asked me to do the show. I was obviously very excited. And then I didn't know we were Zooming, and I looked. I wore my pajamas. It was like such a bad... It just could not <laughs> have gone worse. Like, now I'm all dressed up. Uh, but long story short, I asked him. I said, listen, when you watch Sonia and you watch... Uh, Dorinda and even Luann and, and certainly Leah get yeah. shit face wasted right. what at what point did the producers say we have to step in and his answer to me which I actually thought was kind of a bold question to ask him because it's sort of placing a little bit of blame on Bravo like yeah you know putting Sonia Morgan who I'm sorry should be in rehab she should not be encouraged yeah, when she's by like,
4: cameras when she's stomping on like shards of glass in the middle of a part like I don't know
0: such an ugly look. She looks so ugly. She looks so... And I mean ugly like spiritually ugly and wasted and just... It's yeah. such an ugly look. And I asked him about it and he said that unless they're getting in a car or they're going to hurt someone else, they uh-huh. really don't step in. And I actually think that's quite... Personally, I think it's irresponsible. Um, I know in the real world, they sent Ruthie to rehab when she was drinking heavily. Yeah. And I do feel like there is, even on like Summerhouse, certainly on Vanderpump, and, and outside of, of Bravo I mean, as well...
4: They would all be gone. Like who would be left? There'd be no one left. That's the point. It would just be like <laughs> Potomac.
0: I think the, who I love the Potomac ladies would be left and that's it. These yeah. women, their entire, and, and frankly, in other shows too, their personalities are drunks. And I think it's just such a bad example to set for people watching the show. I think it's actually given women, especially, and, and forgive me for saying this. You heard my mother before. I always grew up in a home that really did not support drunkenness. Um, it's support. Like my mom always said, there's nothing uglier than a drunk woman. And I know that that's not perhaps a feminist thought. And you know, I went to Barnard. I'm a feminist. Uh, I, I bring it up. I'm all supportive of women doing what they want. But there is something to what she is saying that when you are so drunk that you're literally that you can't even open your eyes. Like when you are just a slob, that is a bad look for you as a woman. It's just who, who are you helping? Who are you supporting and uplifting as a woman when you behave that way? Nobody.
4: Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I I don't watch Real Housewives in New York for, you know, an example of how to live my life or whatever. Well, but, no, of course uh, not. It's a it's a <laughs> zoo. I mean, you but, watch it, yeah. Yeah, but even for, like, the monotony, like, uh, like, now they're redoing these drunk shenanigans that they've done before, like Sonia falling on, on her ass at the table, like, I was surprised the first time, but now she does it like every other episode. It's like the she's opening like, of
0: Dick Van Dyke. Like, will she or won't she?
4: Like, is the autumn in there? Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen? Um, no, I totally agree. Yeah, and it's, right. <laughs> it's funny, too. That, and actually, Andy said that Leah is now 30, um, oh, excuse me, I think 100 days sober, which is great. And I love Leah's daughter. Oh. I actually like Leah a lot. I think she's, uh, you know, brought yeah. in to, like, replace Bethany as sort of the voice of reason and, like, the cool one. Um, yeah you know but like listen. I wish they
4: had, yeah go on I, I wish they had somebody really um that was turned off by all the ladies because they're so above That's like what they're I not mean. doing that yeah they're not they're not doing they need to bring somebody like that out Luann's Luann or something to like without get people to try to impress them or something like without a so question because yeah. right right now, the fact
0: that, like, Ramona is now the moral high ground of, of Housewives is like, what are we doing here? Like, can we raise <laughs> yeah, this? I mean, that's what it is, though. Like, Ramona is the like one the, who's normal.
4: Yeah, it's like the end of Friends where, like, they were all dating everybody. Like, it was just, like, roll the dice and, like, Joey and Phoebe were dating or something. Yeah. It's just, like, we're out of ideas. They,
0: when it, wait, when Rachel and Joey started dating, that's when I said, uh, excuse oh, right. me. I think yeah. at the time I was like, I'm about to go to college. Like, don't talk down to me. You know what I mean? Um but I agree and frankly um, Andy actually asked me if I like Beverly Hills this season and the mm. truth is I'm not loving it but of course I didn't want to say that to him but I think he appreciated my honesty I just said you know it's fine I'm just not like I think Sutton I actually think they brought Sutton in is exactly the character I don't know if you watched it or not but is exactly the character no, really. you just painted of someone no. to impress but because she's actually such a sourpuss, horrible personality it's like nobody cares to impress her because she's such a wet blanket that they're like, fuck son. Like <laughs> she sucks. So they're kind yeah. of like not, she's very wealthy and you know, very snobby, but she's also like no fun and not funny at all. So they're kind yeah. of like, you know, whatever.
4: That's the thing. Like housewives in New York. I watched it because it's always funny or it has been like, yeah. it's, it's, it can be the funniest thing. It, I still and the love season, it. It's just, this season, it's just not. I don't know. Like everybody has a chip on their shoulder, and it's mean. Yeah, and it is mean. I don't know. Even yeah.
0: Dorinda's like, and I love Dorinda. And like Luann, look, I like Luann. Uh, you know, we text every now and again. You know, I was on tour with her, but um, here and there, because the truth is, they don't pay a lot, but that's fine. Um, I didn't do it for money. I did it because it was fun, and I love Ben Rimmelauer and I I actually like Luann, so I was like, this will be like a fun thing to do. Um, yeah. and I love her crowds. That is a real thing. Her crowds are. You could not ask for a better audience for me. It's like yeah. beyond. But um, it's, I'm glad to hear you say it. I mean, I will watch every week, but I'm waiting for something to click right. for me. But listen, Dan Acton, you can follow Dan online. Are you Dan underscore Acton? Yeah. Or just yes. one word. Dan underscore Acton. He's, uh, Dan, you know I love you so much. I miss you. I know. I miss you too. And yes, and, uh, it's been a couple of weeks. The apartment that you did stay in a couple of weeks ago, there were um, mouse droppings.
1: And that's like three
0: doors down for me. So now I'm like, but I had a guy come here and exterminate when I first moved in and like stuff everything. So unless they're creating new holes, which I guess they do that. I don't know. Do they eat through wall? I don't know how they operate. Uh, I hope they haven't. Anyway, I guess I, I haven't seen droppings. So is that one? (laughs) I'll have a heart attack. I think that's from my plants. All right, kids, listen, Dan I love you We'll have Arden Marine On this Thursday guys Thank you for joining us It's been Midnight Snack You can follow me At Mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L um, And follow Dan And uh, tell everyone If you can rate and review This podcast It really I read the reviews And I actually really enjoy them They're really funny And I, like I screen grabbed one That I'm going to share On Instagram Because it's funny So do that if you can Love you all We'll see you Thursday Bye guys And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.